Well, hello, everybody. Um, Welcome to episode six of Drinking in the Pen. My name is Don Garcia, and I'll be your host for this podcast. So um, I'm getting situated in my chair. (laughs) Sorry. So last week, we touched on some pretty heavy topics, all of which to determine that our pasts determine who we've become. So as much as we might hate some of the awful things that we've experienced, it gave us somehow the strength and the courage to become writers, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast in the first place. So applaud yourself because the fact that you're willing to get that stuff out and put it into a healthy format is you're winning already in life and in this business. So second, I touched on something that seems so simple, but is not. So when you're pitching your stories, you're also pitching yourself. So should you get into a room with an exec or you are asked to do a Zoom call or whatever the, the, the situation is, knowing who you are and how to convey that to them is so important. It's almost as important as your project itself because they're not just buying into what you've created, they're buying into you. So it took me quite a long time to get to a place where I felt comfortable expressing who I was. And that is because I failed so epically at it so many times and probably missed opportunities because I just wasn't really clear on how to do that because I identified so much of who I was and am with what I do. And while that is one and the same in many ways, you know, that doesn't really tell them my personality or what I'm about. And so the first thing you should start with is your name, obviously, and where you're from. So for me, my name is Don Garcia. I am from Santa Monica, but I'm Los Angeles born and bred. So that's a start. Next, I would say uh, my background is I am Spanish and Mexican, uh, Irish and British. And my mother's side of the family is more um, on the British side, hailing from Pennsylvania in America, of course, but our lineage dates back to Ireland and Britain. And then my father's side is Mexican and Spanish. I relate a little bit more towards the Hispanic and um, Latino side of my culture, just because it seems to be what I most identify with. I like the passion and the the tenacity and the drive and all of the things that really come with that part of my history. And that's also how I was raised. Um, I was around a lot of sassy, independent women growing up and um, very opinionated women. And so I think that that really resonated with me and obviously formed who I am. In contrast to some of that, I prefer to use my voice um, and power more in writing than I do anything else. But it's also given me the courage to really be who I am and stand up for myself, stand up for others, but also really have a clear focus on what it is I want out of life. So those are just a little bit about me. Um, I have two sisters and um, an amazing partner and inherited his family who I actually grew up with, but didn't reconnect with until 30 years later, which that's a whole story in and of itself. Um, I have two teenagers living at home right now, a really um, ridiculous dog and two crazy cats. And that's kind of my home life. Um, since COVID, I think I've spent most of my time actually with my nose to the laptop and writing and just enjoying the fact that the kids are at home and, 
you know, while sometimes it's a little overwhelming to cook and clean and work and stay inspired and run businesses and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I wouldn't really change this last year for anything. So again, I tell you all of this because when you're in a room with someone, they kind of want to know who you are. They want to get personal real quick. So being an open book is going to be your best thing. Now, do you want to tell them all your horrible sob stories? No, you got to keep it upbeat. You got to keep it real because realistically, all of that stuff will show up in your writing. So, um, you know, what do you care about? They're going to ask you, like, what's important to you? Like, why do you want to work in this business? For me, I want to work in this business because I do feel like there is a very large gap in female voices that are represented, not just female voices as in female writers writing female characters, which I do, but also I write a lot of male characters and it's just more that the female narrative is, is underrepresented. And I want to champion a a really large range of talent from, um, women. And I really do think that diversity and inclusion is a message that I don't just think is trendy or the buzzword of the day. I think it's something that we really need to live and breathe and practice. And we have to be committed to that for the rest of our lives. I was fortunate that I grew up in a place where it was colorful and wonderful. And there are so many different languages and so many different ethnicities and backgrounds and cultural influxes. And that's, to me, that's the most normal aspect of life. So, because that's what I grew up with. So all of those things really kind of affix themselves to my story and how I tell it. Um, basically me conveying all of this is to give the person in the room and to give you as a listener, you know, a better idea of, <clears throat> excuse me, who I am and what I stand for. And I really do, I do stand on the side of, um, gender equality, racial equality, environmental justice, I really do. And there's just no way around that for me. There's no alternative to that for me. I believe that we have a responsibility to open the world up, that we have a responsibility as writers to create stories that are going to really make a difference. So that's really what the industry means to me is not just opening the door for myself, but making sure that that door stays wide open to let a lot of other people in. Um, I've come across so many talented writers and just more often than not, the thing that we get so frustrated with is that we don't see much of ourselves on TV. And so I think, you know, that's kind of what matters enough to me, but that also stems from just how I grew up and what I experienced and the things I endured. Obviously you're probably not going to get to say all of this in front of uh, an executive. So just to kind of hone it back around, I would say, you know, say where you're from, what matters to you? Uh, if you have a family, mention it. If you, you know, this isn't a place to say like long watch, long walks on the beach or anything, but it certainly is kind of like a date in that you don't really want to just put your best foot forward. You want to put the most real foot forward because they don't want to find out later that who they hired is not who they got. So that's a really, really important lesson. Like you got to know who you are. So when you're in these interviews, start with your name, state your name, state where you're from, um, you know, you're a parent. For me, I'm I'm a mom. I'm an activist. I'm an editor. I'm a writer. I'm a creative. Um, and I'm a big advocate of equality. So I think that simple sentence pretty much tells them everything they need to know about me. Um, if you have other things, because the likelihood of you going into that room as a full-time paid writer, it's pretty slim. So if you have another job, your day job or whatever that is, 
talk about it. You know, like I write these stories because I work in tech or whatever it is. For me, I am a female founder and I run three magazines right now or four. How many magazines? One, two, three, three magazines right now. Um, and I'm very proud of what I've accomplished. And, um, I think that for me, story is just a really ingrained part of my DNA. That's how I would describe a little bit about that. So if you work, say, in an office or you're a truck driver or you work in a restaurant, you know, you're a storyteller. So your ability to convey how that plays itself out and what it means to your life is really, really key here. You don't want to just be boring and say, you know, I'm a server at a restaurant. No, you should say, I I work at a restaurant and I serve up characters that end up in stories I write almost every day. And so that tells them too that you're also observant and you are paying attention to your surroundings and all those things. I mean, th- those things seem so so um, minute, but really those are key elements in letting someone else know who you are. So that's really my lesson for today, I guess, is when you have an opportunity to pitch your stories, we will get into how to pitch your stories, but you're also first pitching yourself. So make sure you know who you are when you walk in that room. Hold your head up high. I highly recommend doing at least five minutes of meditation or some kind of like biofeedback on yourself because the fact of the matter is, you know, we do need it. I know it sounds so hippy dippy or whatever, but meditation really does keep us centered and allows us to focus on the task at hand. Another thing you can do, which if you've ever watched Grey's Anatomy, they had it on Grey's Anatomy, but it's totally true, is the superhero stance. Hold the superhero stance for yourself. If, you know, if you can do it for five minutes, do it for five minutes. If you can only do it for one or two, please, but do it for at least one or two minutes. Holding that stance just gives you this air of confidence. As silly as it seems, it does because it allows you to feel in control. And that's what you need the most when you walk in this room. Because at the end of the day, sure, you want them to buy your projects, but they're all, you're also interviewing them because what if they're not the right match for your project? Just because they have the big paycheck, it doesn't always mean that that's the right fit. Yes, I know plenty of people will take the paycheck, but you know, it is like a job interview. And in a job interview, it's not just you being interviewed, you're interviewing them too. And I know we all get to a place of desperation in our writing. We all get to a place of, my God, I just want to sell this. But if you were to sell something to the wrong person, the problem with that, of course, is you have zero idea what's going to happen when they actually make this project. And I would also ask to be attached as a producer, even though you're a first-time producer, obviously you're not going to be calling the shots, but it does allow you to be a part of the process. So, you know, be smart when you walk in that door. And if you can't walk in that door, then you better spend this entire lull that we have right now as writers and creative because the industry is still really trying to catch its breath. Spend all this time refining who it is you are, refining how it is you're going to sell yourself. And I think that's the most critical aspect of what we do because while we have managers and agents or we're trying to get managers or agents, they have to be passionate about us, but they're not going to be passionate about us if we're not really passionate about ourselves. There's a very big difference, however, between being cocky and being passionate. Know what your worth is, know your value, but don't think that you're better than anyone else because to be honest, none of us are. We are always in a state of learning and if you're not, then you're doing this wrong and you're probably not going to make it too far. Always be willing to learn. Recognize when 
feedback is specific and personal or if it's actually valid and something that you need to take into consideration. So these are all topics that we're going to touch on, but today I really just wanted to focus on something as simple as knowing who you are and how to pitch yourself. So this applies to basically more than just, you know, trying to get your screenplay or teleplay or a piece of fiction sold. This really does apply to pretty much every part of life. Know who you are. If you don't, how are they going to know? So really do the work. Um, and I think that's kind of all I'm going to say for today. <laughs> Thanks for bearing with my crazy stuffiness and scratchy voice. I have a little cold, so I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being here. And I know this is a slow and steady growth and that my audience is just ever so slowly growing. But even if one of you listens to this and finds that there's some value in what I say, then I've done something that I can be proud of. So thank you for taking your afternoon or day or night or whenever you're listening to this to listen to what I got to say. I hope it's of, of, of some worth. And my goal is that at the end of the day, we're all in a room with studio execs and we're pitching our stories and pitching ourselves and that we're, we are building a world that really truly embodies the idea of diversity and inclusion. And I'm not trying to be sexist, but we really do need more women. And to all my ladies out there, don't you dare give up because we're so close to making it through that ceiling and opening it up so that it's never, ever, ever filled with glass ever again. So here's to shattering ceilings. Here's to making our voices heard. Here's to hearing so many different stories because that is what the world needs most of. That's what our industry needs most of. So again, my name is Dawn Garcia. This is episode six of Drinking in the Pen. Next week, we will touch on how to actually get into your stories. I would love for you to join me, by the way, on Clubhouse. Um, I am doing Clubhouse tomorrow at 12 o'clock noon. And my Clubhouse uh, handle is Mary FN Sunshine. And that's Mary E-F-F-E-N Sunshine. And we're just going to talk about writing. And if you want to submit some questions beforehand, be free to email me at info at dongarcia.com. All right, you guys have a really, really kick-ass day. And uh, live bold, be brave, be courageous, but most importantly, be kind. Bye.